Oy vey, are Marcus and Larsa back together? They spent Valentine's Day together. We also have an apology from Sutton Strack. And yes, I am fresh off of my fourth show at the Bourbon Room with Kristen Takeman. It was last night. We spent Valentine's Day together. We'll get into all of it. Let's get it. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, Surf Fresh, all week long. Now, let's dive in. What up, everybody? Everybody in the club. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I hope everyone had uh, a good night. Um, also, if you guys were watching the live stream, I do apologize that there was there were some technical errors going on with the live streaming company, not with the Bourbon Room, not with us. Um, that's why the show started a little a little late is because they were trying to resolve those tech issues. But if you did miss any part of the show, whether you bought the video on demand package or just the live stream package, you guys will get that at some point today. Um, if you have any trouble accessing that, reach out to the Bourbon Room, reach out to the contact in your confirmation, the technical support or the support contact in, in your email confirmation. Um, I'm sorry that the live stream fucked up last night, guys. It wasn't our fault. We were trying to fix it in the best way that we could so we could stream it with all of you. So I do. My heart is very sad that everyone was looking forward to live streaming the show last night and you weren't able to. It was a really fun show. We had a great time. Um, I will make the show available for everyone on YouTube probably this weekend. That way, you know, because we did or well, I guess some of you will be able to watch the live stream, but I'll make it a members only exclusive for this weekend. Um we were all going at it, but made up. Oh, no. Why were you guys going at it? What time did the show end up starting? At about 7.30. We started about a half hour later than we were going to. It was supposed to start at 7, and then we pushed it to 7.30 because they were trying to resolve the tech issues. And then, whoo. But it was, they sent the YouTube link right as I was calling it quits. I was too tired. Okay, so yeah, they did end up streaming. They had a separate link that they were streaming it from, but I left after an hour and a half of a black screen. I'm sorry, guys. Again, uh, they should be giving you access to the full video on demand that's supposed to be uploading today for everyone in their Stellar account, so you will have access to that. Um, why was the live stream getting salty last night, you guys? Oh. Um, we are going to get into Marcus and Larsa because they have been spotted together. So Us Weekly spotted them together coming out of Larsa's apartment in uh, Miami. And then TMZ had photos of them at a flower shop on Valentine's Day, which also very interesting. Um, not sure how I feel about that. We saw that they had unfollowed each other. We're seemingly over. She was posting to your fans, still follow your exes. And then we saw that Lisa Hoxstein was still following Marcus. And then Larsa deleted all her, all her photos. And then she unfollowed Marcus. And then Marcus unfollowed Larsa. And now they seem to be following each other again. And... They started following each other again, and now they've been spotted out together on Valentine's Day. So we can only assume that they're officially back. To, I mean, they were physically back together at her apartment and at the flower shop. I'll take you to the flower shop. I'll let you lick the lilies top. Come on, girl. Don't you stop. We're going to hit the spot. Whoa, whoa. So he took her to the flower shop. He's like, I'm sorry, boo. I'm sorry. I was cheating with Lisa Hoxie and JK, JK. They're not. That's total lie i met that made that up in my head um yeah it looks like they're officially back together i 
I hate when relationships like this like play out on social media and then it gets like so messy where you delete everything and then you don't delete everything and it's like a whole it's a whole thing <clears throat> a whole thing um but listen good for them how was your valentine's day last night guys hopefully you guys had fun i had an interesting night so well actually just an interesting day, day in general i woke up early as i always do went to the gym hit it hard it was capture the flag day so you know pumping it trying to do our capture the flag challenge they partner you with somebody else in the class and i always like to go for like the men you know, I was like, I'm like, listen, I know I look small, but I have stamina. I have drive. I have grit. And so I um, I ended up getting partnered with this other guy. And I thought he was going to be like a powerhouse. And he was just like, I'm just here for fun. And I was like, no, if I'm going to have a partner and we're competing with all the other couples in the class, like I want to go hard, ruthless and toothless. Right. Um. And we came in second, but I was like, if he put in a little more effort, we would have come in first because I was going so hard. Anyway, so I did that, but then I got back to the apartment one hour. That's all I do is one hour at the gym, came right back. And the dogs, I don't know if you saw my Instagram stories, destroyed my couch. Like full on destroyed the couch. It was quite the night. I mean, quite the, quite the morning. It still was a hot mess. Like, I still have pieces of couch all over my living room floor because I just haven't cleaned it up yet. It's been, it was a wild, busy day. Had to run around, take care of errands, take the dogs to my mom's, um, get ready for the show at the Bourbon Room. There was drama with guests. Maybe we'll get into that on my members only because they were like, oh my God, I can't believe this person's in the show. And oh my God, I can't believe that person's in the show. And then it was just, it was a thing. I was like, oh my God. And I even like had to throw down the gavel and be like, listen, I remember before my Friendsgiving show when Kristen Doty told me she and Gigi did not get along. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Do you guys want me to put you on separate panels and I'll put you on separate panels? And then Kristen was like, no, listen, we're all adults. If Gigi's fine being on stage next to me, I'm, I'm fine being on stage next to her. We're all adults. We're going to behave ourselves you know, ultimately ended up like leading to a falling out between Lala and Kristen. But I had to throw that card down and be like, listen, Kristen Doty said that we can all be adults at the last show. And she was fine to be on stage with somebody that she said doesn't even really like her. So I was like, if they could figure it out and they're on television, I think we can figure this out, guys. So it was just a, a nonstop day of drama and then like last minute bills that kept coming up with the show. And I'm like, okay, all right, I guess we're paying, we're doing this now too. It was an interesting night. Then we had all the tech issues. Then we got into the Valentine's Day show, which was a lot of fun. I can't wait for you guys to watch it. End up, I don't know if End up's in the live chat this morning, but Natalie, she came to the show last night and she came up afterwards and she's like, this was one of the best shows. And I was like, I'm so glad. I feel like every time we do another show, they only get better. Um, and we're learning. We're having a good time. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. We had lots of laughs. We had lots of drinks. It was it was a good time. Um, and then, oh God. So after the bourbon room, I had all this merch that normally my manager David has. And he's like, do you want to take home all the merch? And I was like, okay, sure. So I got the big SUV car and I had Josh come with me to help me like bring everything back to the apartment last night. And so... We were loading everything in and we have all the boxes of all the merch. Um, we get up to the apartment. We're in, we make it inside. And then I'm looking, I'm like, Josh, he's like, what? I was like, where's my phone? And he's like, 
let me call it. I was like, it's on Do Not Disturb. It's not going to ring. And he's trying to call it. We're going through all the boxes of merch. I'm going through my laptop bag, literally looking for my phone everywhere. And then I realized, I was like, I've never left a phone in an Uber. I was like, holy fuck, I think I left the the my phone in the Uber. And he's like, he's like, are you sure? He's like, well, that might be the only logical reason as to why your phone's not here. He's like, I think you left. I was like, there's no fucking way. I've never left my phone in an Uber before. Like what, who am I? I don't do that. I'm not a reckless person. And so then I had to go on my laptop and try to contact the Uber driver. And then it was a whole thing. And then he was like, well, you know, I do have your phone, but it's a very busy night. And like, I don't know when I can get it to you. And I was like, I'll Venmo you. And he's like, I don't have Venmo, but I do have Zelle. And I was like, I'll Zelle you. And I was like, can I sell you, what, 50 bucks? He's like, oh, I don't know. It's really busy right now. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, asshole? Like, you are probably no more than 15 minutes away. You can turn right back around. It's at this point, like midnight, you're fine. I'm pretty sure it's not that busy on a Wednesday night at midnight. He's like, oh, it's real busy. I was like, fine. I will, I will sell you $100 if you can come back and bring me my phone right now. And so he did. And I had to sell his ass $100. And he was like, oh, you really don't have to do that. I was like, you literally just made, like, it was, yeah, not an Uber ransom of an iPhone. Exa- I was like, motherfucker. It was, I was under duress. I had to do it. What was I going to do? Not have a phone? <sighs> Poor Josh. was. He was having to call Josh's phone. That was the only way we were able to communicate. It was extortion. Exactly. I felt like I was, you know, Erica Jane being extorted. <clears throat> Yeah, it was, it was, I was like, no, these are my earrings. You know, it's really funny. <laughs> I was having a conversation with my mom yesterday because she was like, oh, I watched The Housewife and The Hustler because I told her, I go, oh, Ethan's in The do- in the Housewife and The Hustler because in the scene where Erica meets the victims, you're seeing like people in the background and you see like a very clear shot of my brother, I think like twice in the, like, you know, in passing in like B-roll footage, you see him. And I was texting her. I was like, oh my God, Ethan came out in this. And I was like, LOL, that's funny. I don't remember signing a release form. And she's like, did they make Ethan sign a release form? Because he has autism. So she's like, did they just like make him sign his name? And he just wrote his name. And I was like, no, I was with him the entire time. I go, he didn't Sign a release. I go, neither of us signed a release form. Um, again, the ethics of how they obtained that footage. But anyway, nobody signed a release form for that. Or we did not sign a release form for that, for our images and likenesses to be posted there. Um, but I digress. She's like, I saw the documentary. And I was like, yeah. She's like, I didn't really get it though. She's like, I get that like Tom was a bad guy. She's like, but like, why is everybody like talking about the why? Like, she's like, I don't get like why this whole like, documentary she's like I saw part two and then I saw part one and she's like and part two was really just a rehashing of everything that came from part one she's like she's like I just didn't get it she's like like I got the case and I got the scandal she's like but I just didn't get it and she was just like and why is everybody mad about her wanting to keep her earrings she's like they were her earrings she's like anybody in that position if that was your husband she's like I would keep the earrings too and she's like you know what and all those ladies would probably also keep the earrings like everybody wants to say that they would like Sheree remember Sheree Garcelle's friend from last season of Beverly Hills and Garcelle's like oh my god Erica should just return the earrings and then Sheree's like I wouldn't return the earrings Sheree was straight up she's like why would I return the earrings they were a gift from my husband why would I give them up and also not just the the like they were a gift from your husband but also like you need to consolidate your assets and you need to build a lump sum of assets to make sure you have something a, a nugget a nest in your core in case shit really goes down legally and I was like see my mother has a good head on her shoulder she would keep the earrings 
legally, you know, she's like, listen, I probably wouldn't say some of the things Erica said, and I wouldn't behave some of the ways that we see Erica behaving. But at the same time, she's like, all those ladies acting like they're better than her would absolutely keep the earrings too. And I said, I agree. I think most people in that position would keep the earrings, even though they think they have a moral compass. <clears throat> but yeah. That was just funny. But last night's show was great. Kristen Takeman, I have to say, so great, so easy to work with, so much fun, um, and, like, just so sweet. Like, she was such a blast. She was so, like, you know, just easy. Listen, I've done so many live shows, which at this point I told my team, I'm like, I'm not doing any more live shows this year. Like, we're going to clear the roster. This was my last live show. I did it all of 2022. I did it all of 2023. I feel like at this point, people are a little tired of coming to the live shows. Like, we've done it. I, this is my fourth show at the Bourbon. And listen, I love it every time. I really do. But I'm like, I don't want to fatigue people. I want to give people, like, a little bit of a break, you know, let them miss the live shows. And, you know, maybe we'll do a splash for next year since next year will be the No Filters 10-year anniversary, which is wild. But Kristen Takeman, I have to say, one of the best and easiest people to work with, with a live show. Like, I know who the challenging people were. I know the ones that were a little diva-ish. It's always the lesser famous people that are more difficult than, like, the Bravo stars. Even the Bravo stars, they know that they know what to do, you know? I caught when she gave you shit about blowjobs. Yes, Kristen did give me shit about blowjobs. <clears throat> Um, she's like, we need to talk about that. Cause I said in last night's show, I was like, I don't, I don't like to give blowjobs. I'm just not, you know, I'm just not somebody that, listen, if I'm into you and I like you, sure. This is what we talked. We talked all about love, sex, dating, relationships, dating advice. We gave really wild one-liners. I kind of, okay. So we did a game where I brought all of my boys, Evan and Jeff and Josh and Andy, all of us on stage. And I had them all deliver their best. Um, pickup line. Mine was a very like generic Google one. Mine sucked. I think mine was like, I turned to Hunter Matthews and I was like, he was the guy from Too Hot to Handle. He's a real cutie. I turned to him and I was like, have we, have we met before? And he's like, no. I was like, cause you look so familiar. I think you look like my next boyfriend. And then the audience is like, oh, don't worry. Christopher, you will have access to the live show guys that you will be able to watch it soon. Um, But me either. It hurts my job. Thank you, Sin Gmail. Thank you. The TMJ is just not there. Kristen's like, I have TMJ too. And I was like, listen, I'm sure you do have TMJ. But, oh, what was the surprise announcement? Oh, Danielle, the surprise announcement, which we made on stage last night and I shared on yesterday's episode of the podcast and on social media, was my new show. Disaster Daters with me and Jeff Epstein. The first two episodes of Disaster Daters are streaming now. It is a limited series, only six episodes. The first two episodes are out now. The next two episodes drop next Wednesday, February 21st, and the last two episodes drop Wednesday, February 28th. So it's just the month of February in the theme of love, sex, and dating for Valentine's Day. We launched on Valentine's Day. So there you go. Actually, I do have the little teaser. If you didn't catch it yesterday, here it is. I'm Zach Peter. I'm Jeff Epstein. We're going to touch on everything. Sex, dating, love, relationships, situ situationships. Oh, God. Are you seriously on Grinder right now? Yeah. Did you find any fun homeless people? Let me just tell you, first of all, I lost my virginity to a lesbian named Celia. What? <laughs> I lost my virginity to like a 50-year-old man on an Amtrak train. 
table that one for later. I'm a disaster dater. I'm a disaster. Listen, just dropping in real quick to tell you, Zach, that I loved the first two episodes of Disaster Daters. Listen, when I tell you this show only gets more unhinged and more wild and more naughty and more just like listening back or like watching back some of the episodes because now we're going through edits to like review the final episodes. Um, And it's just like, you know. It, it's wild. It's it, it's true. Like the stories that we tell, we talk about like dating Andy Cohen, almost having sex with Christine Quinn, um, things that we've heard about Lindsay Lohan's extracurricular activities, the wildest, kinkiest shit we've ever done, some of our worst dates. Um, we play very unfiltered games. We do deal breakers. We have exit strategies. I mean, it's wild. No, the large pumpkin on his shoulders. Who? Who has a large pumpkin on his shoulders? Um, yeah, it's wild. It's unhinged. It's crazy. But that is the announcement. Disaster Daters is out now. It is a limited series. You can watch it. It's not available to watch on YouTube because I know we do the YouTube stuff. But you can watch it on um, Spotify exclusively. Videos exclusively on Spotify. And then you can listen to it everywhere else. We taped it at Spotify HQ, which was a lot of fun, but the stories that we tell are, I mean, listen, people are always wanting me to talk about sex and dating and Jeff to talk about sex and dating. You put us together in a room with a mic and leave us alone essentially. And things get kind of wild. (laughs) So definitely check out and leave us guys, leave us an Apple podcast review, a Spotify review or five stars, just five stars. It helps with the rate. Like the first two weeks are so important with downloads, with ratings, with sharing the link. So all of those things help us rank in the charts. I think I checked this morning and we were number 66 in the top 100. So, which was great for it being the first day and only releasing two episodes. Incredible. But please, if you can leave us a review for Disaster Daters, share it with your friends. It's a fun Valentine's Day binge. The first two episodes are out now. We have um, Darren Bluestone on one of the episodes, and he (sighs) talks about dating this guy for a month, and then a month in, he got a major plot twist, which was pretty wild. Um, What else did we talk about in the first episode? Our virginity stories, Jeff losing his virginity to a lesbian. Um, I lost my virginity on an Amtrak train. It's wild. Um... No, Evan, Andy, and Josh are not on Disaster Daters. They are talked about on Disaster Daters, though. I think we referenced them, or a couple of them in the first episode. They are talked about on Disaster Daters. But yeah, Uber was otherwise on strike yesterday. Oh, they were on strike. Interesting. I missed the live show, but have a ticket for the video when it comes out. Can't wait. Yes, stay tuned. Birdie from Norway. Hey. Also, I need to give a shout out to some of the Galentine's Day gals I saw last night. We had the cutest little picture. Look at that. Boom. We took the cutest little photo of us at the bourbon room last night. I loved getting to meet everybody. I loved the Galentine's Day gals. I loved the single gals. I loved the married couples that came out. I loved the husbands that got dragged out. It was a good time. It's always a good time. Mm, 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 mm. Zach was the old man's dick wrinkly. Listen, that's a conversation for 
a members only. Attended my first live show. It was great. Zach, Jeff, Josh, Evan were great friends. Brian came last night. Brian, what were your thoughts? You got to meet us all IRL. Um, hopefully I wasn't a total cunty bitch when you met me. Um, listen, I was actually so chill last night. That was one of the most chill I've been at a show. Everyone's like, are you nervous? Are you nervous? And I'm like, you know what? This is actually the first show I'm really not nervous for. I was like, we've done this so many times. We've had guests cancel at the last minute. We've had last minute pivots and shifts and extra expenses that always come up the day up. Like I was like, with the number of live shows we've done in the past two years at this point and the number of shit that's gone down, <clears throat> definitely, definitely, we can get through anything. Um, shout out to the live stream club. We are trauma bonded for life. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Um, I love you guys. I do. I do. I do. Um, okay. Should we talk about Beverly Hills and Vanderpump? Because that was, we had some interesting, I don't know how I felt about these episodes. Um, I feel like they were good, but it, they just, they didn't really deliver. If I'm being entirely honest, I kind of just felt like they were a little mid for me. Um, they weren't bad. They just, again, were a little blase. But before we dive into all of the recaps for today, I know we just got through Valentine's Day. And listen, January has come and gone, but it is not too late to start those New Year's resolutions. There is still time. It's better to do it beyond just January 1st, because I feel like when you do things January 1st, you like give yourself like a three-week shelf. Like, like, like even the gym right now, I go to the gym and like it's already empty. But listen, if you want to still invest in some resolutions, maybe for the new year or just for your life in general, right? No pressure. Don't get tangled on the elliptical. Don't get stuck eating depressing salads that are soggy and, and just uninteresting because they become monotonous, even though you want to food prep, meal prep, and you feel like you're great, right? A better resolution is to smell better naked. Thanks to our sponsor, Lumi. You can smell good with or without the clothes on all year long. I was wearing my Lumi deodorant last night, and I was like, ooh, having sex from the chandelier, from the chandelier, with my Lumi deodorant, and I'm smelling fresh, and I'm looking cute. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is going. But listen, Lumi is a game-changing whole-body deodorant designed by an OBGYN to work on not only your pits, okay? Because we got the pits, but we also want to make sure we get all the other parts, the feet, the privates, everywhere else you get odor. So no matter where you use it, Lumi's clinically proven to block odor all day long thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula. They've got over 275 five-star reviews to show for it, which I hope you guys are leaving for this podcast as well because we like good, positive, honest reviews, right? I got my my Lumi whole body deodorant on right now. Makes me smell delicious. I was like, ooh, all the boys in the audience last night were like, let me have a, a taste of that snack. So make the switch with Lumi. This year, you'll be all about head-to-toe confidence. No salads required. Special offer. New customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with our exclusive code. Use code NOFILTER at LumiDeodorant.com. That's code NOFILTER at Lumi Deodorant, L-U-M-E, Deodorant, D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T, LumiDeodorant.com. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. <clears throat> Whew. Zach sounds like Alicia Keys at the Super Bowl. Listen, I don't know what Alicia Keys had going on. Um, God, you would think I was sucking some dick last night with my throat being all clogged up, but I, I assure you, there's nothing in there but coffee right now. Um, I did have a good night, though. Once I got my phone back, finally. Jesus. Oh, oh you fame. Um, let's talk about Beverly Hills, because I, I thoroughly enjoy... Have well, I've enjoyed most parts of this season. I like that it's not all super high drama. I like that we're getting you know rich storylines. Like we're, I like that we're really seeing a lot more of Sutton's personal life, her dating life, her moving on from her marriage. I felt like her personal storylines just haven't been as strong. Listen, I, I'm done with the fucking horse, but let the horse go. But. I like this, like, I'm moving on from my marriage story. I'm rebuilding. It's been hard for me. It's been lonely for me. Like, I love this vulnerable side of sign. I think this is where she really shines. More than she shines when she's, like, poking the bear, asking the questions, or pushing things. I feel like this is where she shines the most. We also have the finale next week, which I'm looking forward to. Um... I thought this episode was good. We saw a little bit of Kyla Mauricio. It was a little slow. It dragged on a bit, but... I did really enjoy Sutton and Erica having their moment at the end of that episode where Sutton apologized to Erica. And I felt like it was a very genuine, sincere apology, both in her confessionals and to Erica's face. Cause I feel like sometimes Sutton will say something on camera and then in her confessional, she'll get a little shady. But in this case, like there was just, I, I feel like we're seeing such a very different side of Sutton. And maybe it really is that she's now letting go of her marriage and embracing this new chapter of her life. I really like this Sutton. The messy Sutton is fun. Chaotic Sutton is fun. She's zany. She's wacky. She's kooky. She's a little awkward socially. But I am really enjoying, you know, the vulnerability and getting to see these other parts of her and seeing her. Not that I enjoy seeing her sad, but I enjoy seeing her being real because I feel like there are elements of what she's going through that we can all relate to, right? I mean, the number of times I've had to, I know I'm only 30 and I am not trying to compare myself to like Sutton's divorce and really starting over in that way. But I've been knocked down so many times and had to start over and rebuild time and time again. I've had opportunities that I got totally burned in, lost lots of money, had to face lawsuits, like all of that. Shit that I haven't even really talked about or been allowed to talk about or whatever. But like I've had to rebuild several times. So seeing Sutton be so open about that and also being guarded and scared of putting herself back out there, you know, in the theme of love, sex, Valentine's day, I feel like, you know, putting yourself out there, especially after, you know, a divorce, a breakup, a heartbreak, whatever is tough. You know, I, everyone was giving me shit at last night's show about like being single and give blowjobs. And listen, you'll hear it on Disaster Daters as well. Some of the guests come in and they're like, you're jaded and you have this really rough exterior and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm protecting my fucking heart, guys. Um, but, you know, it's nice when you learn how to let those walls down again and you embrace 
the new chapter of your life. It's unfortunate that Sutton and Erica don't seem to be in a good place anymore. Same thing with Sutton, with not Sutton, with Anne Marie and Crystal. It was nice to see them all repair their relationships, but I guess according to the after show, Erica said that she and Sutton are not in a great place anymore, which I thought was disappointing because I was disappointed when I saw Sutton at the um the page six live podcast in New York and Sutton shaded Erica's ticket sales because they were like seven dollars. And I was like, I didn't love that, you know, because it did seem like the women were now rallying around her and wanting to support her and, and genuinely being like, listen, we get it. You had a rough couple of years. And to me, even though we like the drama, I like the camaraderie with the women. I like seeing them connect. I like seeing their relationships and their friendships develop. And then it just feels maybe fake or performative when, you know, we see them throw cheeky jabs at each other. So, Zach, would you put Josh in a purse if he passed on? You know what? I actually think Josh would enjoy being in a purse. I think he would love that. As long as it was a cute little purse, I'm sure Josh would really appreciate that. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. As a drag race contestant eloquently said, don't break my heart, but you can break my back. I don't want you to break my heart or break my back. I'm good. Thank you, though. It's quite the gesture. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, Disaster Daters is really good. I'm excited for the rest of the episodes. Okay. I'm glad you guys are enjoying. If you've listened to it, let me know what were your favorite parts. What were you like? What have you enjoyed about it? And also please leave us a nice podcast review on Apple. We need those podcast reviews to rank in those charts to keep, if it goes well, maybe we'll do more episodes. It was a Valentine's day special. We're very grateful that Spotify, you know, allowed us to come in their studios and be able to produce this new show. And like, very happy about all of that. So we'll see. But yeah, if you are watching Disaster Daters, you can watch it on Spotify. If not, go tune into it right now or listen to it on your favorite podcast app. Is there a video version of the podcast? Christopher, where have you been? I said, you can watch Disaster Daters exclusively on the Spotify app or you can listen to it on your favorite podcast app. But you can watch it specifically on the podcast app. I'm not familiar with Disaster Daters. Well, that's okay because Sharon, it just launched yesterday on Valentine's Day. It's a new show. It's all about love, sex, dating, relationships. My friend Jeff and I host it. It's wild. It's unhinged. He hosts a, a podcast called Manic. I host a podcast called No Filter. So you're essentially getting No Filter meets Manic. Manic meets No Filter. And whoo, 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 whoo. As in new episodes for future disaster daters, I'm not sure that I'm not sure we want that for you. Oh no! Listen, I, we can do more episodes of disaster daters. Jeff and I have a lot more stories as we've dug into our our archive. We've co- recollected a lot of old other stories from our past. I don't want to continue being a disaster dater, but this is my journey. I'm hoping that by the end of our disaster dater journey, we're no longer disasters at dating. But maybe we'll continue by reading submissions that people send in. That would be a fun plot twist. <clears throat> um, now I don't feel out of the loop. Great, Sharon. Go tune into Disaster Datas. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, um, Vanderpump Rules. So Beverly Hills, I thought was good. The bar that Sutton went to on her date, though, I was kind of like, where, what in the 1987 is this? It was like real old school. Um, I was like, this is a little run down. We need to find something a little more modern. Where in Beverly Hills is this? This is is somewhere hidden in the valley. But Beverly Hills, fine for the most part. Next week is the finale. Um, I was at Kyle's white party for the finale. So we'll see um, 
Maybe you'll see me somewhere in the background, not wearing a home light. <laughs> Long story. Long story, maybe a story for members only. Um, ooh, someone had a disaster date last night. Ooh, wee. Yeah, no more disaster dates for you. We're manifesting an official, long-lasting relationship for you per Femterra. Listen, we'll see. We'll see where this all goes. I feel like you may see me in a relationship. Well, actually, no. I think I may keep something on the down low for a minute. I may, I think I've decided to keep my personal life a little private. Um, and we'll see. We will see where my dating life takes me. I'm learning a lot on Valentine's Day. I know everybody wants the best for me. I know they are invested in my dating life and my love life. But yeah, what if your mom is not a bottom? Oh, what if your man is not a bottom? I was like, my mom? What if your man is not a bottom? Um, I mean, listen. No, just had my cards read this week by Femtero. Love Femtero. Shout out to Femtero. Um, I mean, he has to be willing to buy. I mean, just compatibility wise, you know. I don't know. We would have to figure that out. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, trust me. There are so many things I want to say, but I'm like, you know what? No, we're gonna we're gonna keep the lips zipped for the moment and enjoy the people that I have in my life right now. Um, okay. Any other thoughts about Beverly Hills? Vanderpump, I also thought was a little mid. It kind of dragged on. It lulled. I did. The only interesting part was Sheena versus Tom. I mean, I guess we had the Tom and Lisa sit down, which was interesting to see, you know, Lisa kind of be there for Tom Sandoval, but I don't know. Tom's just not making any of this better. The hard part, and we talked about this in the live show last night, the hard part is it's like we've seen how this is all played out currently. We know where all the cards land. So watching this all back, it's hard to not view July as February of 2024. You know, it's hard to look back at where they were at that time. And it just... <sighs> Mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, yeah, Zach, have a drink and then circle back to that question. Um, what question? We love you, Zach, but totally respect your privacy. Listen, I'm learning how to respect other people's privacy. I'm learning how to respect other people's boundaries. Things have gotten me in trouble. I've had to edit some things out of disaster daters. Um, so yeah, we're learning. We're we're doing the best that we can do. Um, what time is tonight's episode again? Um, tonight's episode of Beverly Hills, Vanderpump, those both aired Wednesday and Tuesday. But Pump Rolls, the only really interesting part, or to me the only part that was the most captivating was... Um, oop. The interesting part was um, Sheena versus Tom. I just, you know, it was awkward. Sheena in her Y2K moment and then Tom. Listen, anytime we're in the back alley of Sir, anytime we're in, um, anytime we're in the back alley of Sir and we're hashing things out with the cigarette, like I am here for it. I am loving it. I'm genuinely enjoying it. And I thought seeing Sheena and Tom, even though they don't even work there anymore, but just seeing us back to the old school days and Sheena in her Y2K outfit moment, I was living for. I also love that like she rocked the Y2K moment to go to Sir. 
I was like, that was a choice. Like it wasn't like emo night where we're dressing up and getting into it all. Um, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm loving it. I, I was here for Sheena's moment. Sheena just always delivers, you know, it's, she always gives us a moment. Um, but we did see her and she's like, we wouldn't be in this situation if you didn't fuck Raquel. So we'll see. All right. Um, I think that's all I have for you guys. Vanderpump, I would give maybe like a six out of 10. Beverly Hills, I would give maybe a six and a half, seven out of 10. Only because we got rich storyline this season. Personal storyline, which I enjoyed. Sometimes we don't always need the high drama. I know some people find that boring. But then other people are like, oh, well, I don't like the toxic, the toxic, uh, content on Bravo. I want wholesome content. And then we get wholesome content that people are like, this is boring. <coughs> Excusez-moi. All right, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful rest of your evening and I hope you had a fun Valentine's Day. I'll see you tonight for members only. Um, I think we're going to do 6, 6.30 p.m. Pacific tonight, which is usually around when we do it um, in general. I know sometimes we, we start a little earlier, but... We'll stick to our later, our regular time, but stay tuned. I love you. I appreciate you. I want you to have a wonderful Thursday. Have a wonderful weekend if we don't chat. If you're not a member on YouTube or you're not a member on um, Apple Podcasts, then I love you and I'll talk to you on Monday. Stay tuned. Keep up with me at Just Plain Zach all over the internet. Keep up with the podcast at No Filter with Zach. All the things. All the, all the things. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. If you have some great disaster dates, I'm all ears. All right. Have a great rest of your day. I've said that like five times now, but I mean it. Okay. Love you guys. Ciao for now. And tune into Disaster Daters. Watch it exclusively on Spotify. Stream it on all your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review, please. Leave us a review. Five stars. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. All right. Ciao for now. Bye.